Hello, it's me again. Hello, dear reader. Welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Sorry about the Alessandra thing. Sorry. Or maybe you're delighted. I don't know. Maybe you couldn't stand her. I mean, you know, there we go. Anyway, I want no news or information. I'm not going to ask you to rate or review because you've done enough, frankly. So let's push on with episode 136 of the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. She's a rainbow. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Evening. Hello. Hello. How's everybody? Good, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I put something on social media the other day about whether or not we should cut back on uh, recaps, which I know you all find exhausting, and extended intros and all of that stuff. And everybody's uh, like, no, keep them. No, 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 fine. no we're going to not do, you know, the whole socialist dirtland thing this week. <laughs> Great. So there we go. Was I thinking the other day? Us as band names. I couldn't come up with any apart from Dan. Your Blumange. <laughs> Yeah, I was, thinking, I was trying to think of I was trying to think of a big white fat thing, and I could uh, Blamange is excellent. <laughs> Might not be my favourite right. anymore. <laughs> Super furry animal. <laughs> Paul was Radiohead. And other than oh, that, thanks. I couldn't think of anybody. Where are we? What are we doing? We don't need a recap. Last week there was a tragic event. Was there? Oh yeah. Well, uh, bye bye, Alessandra. Cheerio. We'll have a chorus of reincarnate him or whatever at some point but there's no there's no body to bury because of the weird well there's no body to bury yeah doesn't matter we can do the reincarnate thing can't we if you want off you go reincarnate well there we are not the last we've heard (laughs) of alessandra you not think put a bet on it she was the simulcrum right yeah that's my theory her body disappeared in a yeah. Vortex in a strange of whirling, way. green motes of light. She yes. disappeared. Uh, I think she got uh, kidnapped when we are in the uh, that expensive hotel by Rachnian. He created a simulcrum and she followed us down. If only, Mike, you and I had the imagination to come up with this stuff, it would be brilliant. Oh, that's a double bluff. Is it? Yes. I don't think that we have the imagination to don't, come up with a double bluff either. I don't even know what a single <laughs> bluff is. Anyway. No. We haven't played for ages, uh, dear reader. We haven't played in the Age of Worms. We've played loads of other things mm. as we went away for our D&D weekend, our grand gathering of the Hilltop, which was very good fun, I thought. Mm. I really enjoyed that Pathfinder, Graham. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoyed the more we play that it. game, the more I like it. Yeah. I really like that Eberron stuff. I think they're really good little yeah. adventures. And that thing with that stupid item that we were trying to carry around, that box, that was really funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> None yeah, of it will make much sense to our readers, but we got, well, yeah. we're, we're, doing, um, we're doing Oracle of War. Well, yes, for Eberron, you basically have to kind of rescue this thing, which is just incredibly heavy and annoying. Back to me again. <laughs> Not at all what we thought it was. <laughs> yeah. And I really like the fact that we then had to, you know, some of us got captures and you had to go back in and yeah, yeah. rescue people. Rescue us. That was really good. Worked really well. Yeah, yeah it's really good. And Coriolis. Coriolis, Coriolis was good. Yeah. What an ending. It's a great game. I think we slightly <laughs> feel our way. I'd never run any of it before. We hadn't played it. So I thought that Graham's idea of a session zero was very clever because it yeah. got us all into it and gave me a little bit of time to <laughs> frantically come up with something for everyone to do. But I thought it rambled a bit, mostly because Too it was lethal. stuck together out of other bits. Yeah, but that was, I mean, didn't get that very was far. also, it's there fine. was a certain amount of us getting to know the rules. I'm pretty sure yeah, if we continue well, that campaign next time, we'll be much quicker and more you'll efficient be, you'll be chasing after johnny's character yes. oh, we'll have the <laughs> completely shafted you yeah. yeah bastard typical johnny what i liked about that was basically i made johnny do that with the darkness points yeah yeah you could imagine his crestfallen features as i announced to him that he was going to have to sleep <laughs> at the end or whatever maybe we could tweak the combat system to make it 
fit our sort of space fighty fighty I think we need to do a second. I, I, I think you guys are worrying a bit definitely. too much about how lethal it is. I suspect it's not as lethal right. as you think it is. It still has a potential yeah. to be lethal at any time. So you don't want to get shot, but I'm not sure that it's uh, quite that lethal. That being said, the fact that we were slightly wary about that meant that we actually yeah. created a quite an interesting scenario, creating all those sort of distractions in the disco and... Yeah, mm. you're trying you know, to avoid actually, a fight. Yeah, trying to avoid a fight, but still having to make lots of rolls and checks and, you know. That is that really interesting. Well. Maybe it's because the skill system and things like D&D are so just kind of, I don't know, paper thin, right? Mm. But we played out effectively skills-based challenges with yeah. deception, hiding, all of that kind of stuff. And it's great. Yeah, mm. You're picking yes. up handfuls of dice, but you're praying to the icons to get you through stuff. There's lots of opposed roles. I think it's very successful yeah. the way that that bit of it worked. Yeah. Mm. It didn't anyway. matter whether that was actually, you know, swinging a sword yeah. or, or firing a fireball. Yeah. It was still, like you said, a pose check, yeah, rolling good. dice. And everybody had something to do apart from yeah. Paul. So, I mean, so it's like D&D. Yeah, but normally. Paul made anyway. a lovely dinner. So, mm. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Right. Shall we level up or should we go through the leveling up? Why not? Anybody want to start? Why don't we start with Parker? Parker. 12th level monk now. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. rather boring. Didn't really get much yeah, choices. Like very much. Basically, I got an ability score improvement. I've gone for lucky because hapless as Parker is, it always is. I think it might be useful. I have three luck points. Whenever you make an attack roll or ability check or a saving throw, you can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20. So they're not quite like okay. orc dice, but at least it means when I roll a one on the first attack and things like that, then I can hopefully push it yeah, and luck actually get good. around. Luck is good. Very useful. Yep. I can also spend luck points when attack rolls are made against me. Nice. Oh, don't like that very much. It's very useful. I think we've established the precedent that you can use a re-roll power and an orc dice on the same roll. Why don't we talk to Graham oh, okay. about Session Zeeper? Session Zipa became 13th level. Yes. So efficiency bonus went up by plus one, which will be handy. Uh, but other than that, it's mostly about access to 7th um, level spells. <laughs> what do you, they good? They, well, se- they certainly sound good. They're, they're Put it this way, Graham. What did you learn first? What have I picked? Yeah, yeah. What have you my learned? first yeah, choice. What have you picked? Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, it was tricky. Mm. It was tricky. I had, there was someone that I liked yeah. the look of, but in the end, I plumped for regeneration or regenerate. Oh, right. <laughs> Is that as bad as it sounds? Yes. Does that mean you actually get hit points back? Yeah. Or yeah. is that right? So for an hour, you regain one hit point each round, 10 a minute, and you gain at the beginning, you get 4d8 plus 15 hit points. As it were, of healing. Of yeah. healing. And then you regenerate one hit point at the start of your turn. Got it. Not concentration, I take it. Not no, concentration. Last now. So that one's quite handy. I mean, I, there's also, I mean, obviously being a cleric, it's about preparing for the day. Um, resurrection. And I, I, there are a few couple what of What level's resurrection? Quite, it's seventh. Seventh. Hmm. But you didn't pick it because you've I, got the other one. I Well, I, yeah, I've got Raised Dead at the moment, which is... Yeah. pretty much as effective and anyhow it's like a hundred years or something so you can always memorize it and then cast it 
Right. As long as you, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't need it in your golf bag when you're out and about. You no, I can just pick it up later. Got it. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, so that, yeah, I was tempted by uh, divine word, which what does that do? It's basically one of these that everyone that can hear you, who's less than fifty hit points, is going to take a lot of um, impact and potentially be slain. Uh, okay. Quite like the look of that. Less than um, fifty hit points, though. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. See, it's it's a kind of last stand thing, I think, which is um, yeah, it's good for getting rid of mooks. Yeah, once once they're wounded at our level, I yeah. think they've probably got more than fifty hit points. Exactly. Yeah, and then, then yeah, there's well, another one that I really quite like the look of: Temple of the Gods. What's that do? <laughs> it's like an, it sounds good, Graham. <laughs> yeah, it's one of these rituals that takes an hour to cast, and then you create this huge temple. <laughs> right. <laughs> what permanently? No, well, you have to do it like a hundred days consecutively on the same spot, and then right. it's permanent. Right, right. But in the interim, uh, it's difficult to enter, and it impacts people you don't like. Mm. Right, but it's big. I mean, it's big. You can't do it's it. It's big. It's like a hundred foot dungeon across environment. <laughs> right. Okay. Something for outside. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, but I went with regenerate because I thought that's quite handy. Well, let's go on to uh, Paul. No, sorry. No. Sorry. Let's go on Thank to you. Uncle Buggy. Uncle Buggy. Well, as usual, I didn't take an extra class in Barbarian because it's boring. Barbarian. Boring, lazily created character class after fifth level. <laughs> anyway, I'll stop moaning about that. So I took another level of cleric. So I'm a fifth level Barbarian, ninth level cleric. Oh, so so you're I get right. quite a handy to... acolyte. <laughs> <laughs> Alter boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then I, so I get access to fifth level spells uh, because I specialize in the Tempest domain. I automatically get Destructive Wave, oh, yeah, which okay. does a load of thunder <laughs> damage and necrotic damage. Where I can use a Channel Divinity to maximize the yeah. thunder damage. So it's a sort of it's quite good. Quite good. I could switch off my rage. Uh, you <laughs> just, know. Graham's just like Brilliant. might as well be patting you on the head, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. It's all right. You know. think I did that last time, Last week. Yeah, as um, a starter spell. Yeah. Hmm. I could switch off my rage and then explode, Ooh. do this uh, thunder wave around me and finish oh. off the, the foes. And then the switch other one is... Switch on your rage and explode. Okay. Yep. Insect plague. I couldn't... Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But it's concentration, so it's... Old hmm. school. Yeah. Old school. What was the one that used to be really kind of that high level? A uh, creeping doom. The only reason yeah. you pick a druid is for the creeping doom. I think that would be an odd choice, actually, to run a druid through like 14 levels just to get creeping doom well, one spell. I think that's what Joss used to do. Creeping doom! <laughs> Who else have we got? Badly, hibbledy, hibbledy, hobbledy, hab. Purple's very similar to the cleric in terms of the. I could have chosen resurrection. Resurrection? Bards? Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> very similar set of spells. They're slightly more arcane so mm. instead of your temple, you get like Morden Canaan's mansion and yeah. stuff like that. I could yeah. have taken Morden Canaan's mansion and Morden Canaan's sword. Morden Canaan's mansion is just an upgrade on Lemon's tiny heart. It still takes a turn to cast, so that's not yeah. a good combat spell. But you need something to get out of jail, so I took teleport. Oh. And so, Mike, Ooh. what I want to do now is whenever I go somewhere, I want to take a little trinket from that place. Yeah, just just remember to tell me. Oh, uh, uh, every time can we just not, you know, kind of accept that I do it wherever we go. So the inn that we stayed at here, I want to nick. I want to take something. It's the thin end of the wedge there. Well, in, but, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I'm taking something from here. Sure. Okay. 
And I also swapped out a first level. I, I got rid of a first level, and I also did regenerate. Oh did, you? oh, did you? Yeah, it's, it's quite good, isn't it? If you cast regenerate on yourself, yeah. <laughs> Choice of the certain gross so bad. So teleport and regenerate, but I only get one. You slot, get a, so I can only use one. Yeah, of them but you, a day. you get a bunch of hit points right on the off, and then you're getting one point a thing, which is really not that meaningful, but it does help you with the old death save situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. regrows limbs, and it's you know it's quite yeah. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't really happen, does it? Not really, but but it's up front. It's death you ward, it not on your you lists. Death Ward doesn't actually give you that one hit point back, though, does it? Or does it? Yeah, it does. It's like um, Parker's orcish thing. The thing with Regenerate is you sort of have to cast it before... Right, you have to know that you're going to be in trouble. And therefore you're... Because it's kind of like a minute level slot at the beginning of a combat. That's true. In a situation where you may not need it. Except the point is that it's not concentration. I have a lot of concentration spells. The other one that I could have taken was Prismatic Spray. Mm. Oh! I, did, so I, I am tempted kind of by that, that and I might swap it out but yeah great right. spell but teleport gets yeah. everybody out of jail oh excellent so you can take everybody yeah I think so also it's, frees up all those fourth level spells you're up to eight willing creatures of your choice that you can see within range yeah that's so gross it's a total kind of get everybody out of jail yeah. card you'll never kill us now Mike but is that all regenerate so if I've used the regenerate obviously that teleport's gone it's quite interesting, the assumptions in the adventure. There's been a presupposition, effectively since about the end of book four or five, that you can basically teleport anywhere you want to go. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. But it is interesting now that we're hitting here, that you are starting to pick up the powers that they kind of have built their assumptions around all along. Hmm. Anyway, it's only interesting to me. Have we done everybody? Paul's not got anybody to level up. I'm so just a, an just observer. Weeping here. in the corner. <sighs> Where we left things, Sessions had cast stone shape on the end wall of the chapel. That's the right. The base of this set of shafts and pits running down under the playhouse. As he did so, there was a rush of air from where you're standing into the dark space ahead of you. You get the sense that that space was in a vacuum. The light of Buggy's sword and your dark vision shows you a space in which are arranged some heavy iron-bound chests. What do you want to do? Some heavy iron-bound chests. Of solid construction. They've got iron locks on them. Who's going to open the chests then? You are. That's Barbarian's job. Yeah, well, I think it's closest Bard to road. skilled I think he should be doing it. In the absence of you, know, you don't want to put him in danger. I can't you remember. Regenerate if anything bad happens to you. Detect magic in yeah, the room. Give me a moment. See if there was a description. I'm trying to work out what spell I gave up. And I know it's a first level, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Obviously not a very important one. Well, exactly. All of the chests bear a magical aura. The chests themselves or something in the chest? There is an abjurative aura on all of the chests, the chests themselves. Mm. Chest one has no other magical traces. Chest two, the same. Chest three has got mm, and chest four has got ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got that right. It would tell me... Yeah, I don't know what to... Maybe I can't say. Okay, there's fine. Magic fine, fine, th- fine. There's a bunch of magic items in the chest. If I have to dig out each one and find out what the aura is and what no, it is, it the strength set- or whatever, yeah. Yeah. I can use my action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. 
Yeah, and you learn chests. it's school of magic, if any. So it's abjuration, abjuration, abjuration on the chests. Yeah, and yeah. further magic on the fourth chest and the third one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, do we want to try and dispel these abjurative magics? Do we think, Graham? Um, well, on the chests. Yes. Do we yes. think it's a trappy type thing, or is it like a messagey type thing? It sounds abjuration or abjuration is that the sort of triggered thing is abjuration the changey one abjuration is protecty type spells i think right blocks banishes protects yeah yeah so we probably do i mean it could be we have time right so yes, can you not do dispel do. magic As ritual a, cast dispel i should dispel magic dispel magic dispel magic i don't think it's a What's ritual reach chest and then afterwards you can do spell. magic and see whether it worked or not. Mm. It's it's the early hours of Monty Bathins Asmodee the thirtieth of fat because he's just taken a long rest mm. before doing this. Graham, over to you with the uh, dispel magic. Okay, let me consult my reduced list of spells. Uh, well, I'll give dispel magic a go. Does it dispel more than one effect? Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For spells fourth level or higher, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. DC is 10 plus the spell's level. Okay. So the object is the chest, I guess. Is there a way to identify what this magic aura is? Can I do an arcana check or something like that? Do you mean in terms of what specific enchantment or effect is on? Yeah. As opposed to what school? What does it sound to dispel magic? It doesn't, does it? To take magic doesn't really say anything. How do you identify a spell? I would say you'd need to make an arcana check. The decision you need to make is yeah. you can't identify the spell or make an arcana check. It's up to you. I will do arcana 12. I'm going to say that that's a success. I don't know if it's in your spell list. I'm not certain how familiar you are with it. Yeah. But it's a spell that you know is... Um, arcane lock. Dispel it. On which chest? Fourth. The fourth chest. Chest number four. Chest number four. It's dispelled. Ring. Alessandra will check it for traps. <laughs> That's too soon. Uncle Bugraft. Oh, Bugraft. Sorry, Bugraft. by the way, have seen the latest Dungeons and Dragons trailer when they're in the arena? Yes. <laughs> They've just nicked it from us, fuckers. And Hugh Grant is just... I know. Contestants. <laughs> the entertainment. Maybe Hugh was listening and that's what he got inspired by. Hugh, if you're listening, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so chest four is chest safe number buggy four, to go. Please. Why has Buggy got to open the chest? Explain It's the that. closest to a road. Is it and a monster? He needs... Do you need a frontline yes. fighter? No. No, we need the secondary <laughs> cleric. It's not within my job specification. The altar boy. I don't Is it know. not on your job spec? Like bash monsters. Might be a mimic. <laughs> yeah, you would say that, wouldn't you? Nice. I do Just think it's sort of a bardy type thing. If we haven't got a rogue, it's a sort of bog. Bards. Bog. Uh, multi, multi-talented. Grosser. No, bard, no, it's major spellcasting resource. You don't want to risk them, the, the, yeah. the main spellcasting the resource. I've been stealing myself for this session for a while. <laughs> the idea that you can't even decide between you who gets to open <laughs> the chest with the magic in it, let alone, oh, God, this is going to be absolutely... Maybe if... what? Can you decide who's going to Come do on. anything? Come on. 
I, I mean, the worst Paul, thing is we're going to open this chest with the magic Alessandra. aura on it. It's going to turn out yeah. to be Paul. Alessandra is going to crawl over there. No, she's not Why don't there. you raise Alessandra from the dead? She's not there. Just simply to... We can't. We haven't the body. That's the us that we can't keep resurrecting him. Body's not there. Exactly. <laughs> right, come on. Why don't we go back up to the hospital and get one of the patients? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was a very squeaky noise. That was very weird. Yeah. Hmm? I don't know what happened to my throat there. Go on, Lucas. Get Parker to do it, for God's sake. Hapless Parker. Go on, then. I'll open the chest. But it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> and who's our rogue? We haven't got one. Well, look, Buggy's <laughs> running further and Buggy's, further away. Buggy's <laughs> hugging the wall on the opposite side of the room. Dear reader, I'm... We're looking at a map. I think it's clear that Johnny has decided that no good can come of opening this chest. <laughs> what check do I need to do to... By the same up? token, he doesn't think that so little good will come of it that he actually wants to leave the room. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to trust them. Without <laughs> what check do I need to do to pick the lock? Slight of hand? I kind of need I'll thieves' do. tools to have a proficiency bonus with it, and some tasks can't be oh. achieved without proficiency and without the tools Mike when Alessandra disappeared did she disappear with all her stuff or did her clothes and kit remain I think she disappeared with all her stuff okay bugger Mm. I thought that was going to be a nice extra bonus um. yeah 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 (laughs) I do have plus three but I don't have tools can we not just bash it open buggy bash it open oh but that's a separate question me bash okay I'll go bash which one Chest four. 27. Chest number four. Well done. What's the break DC of a lock? <laughs> Anybody know? Break DC of a lock. I've got something here that says about manacles. Manacles? Manacles. Breaking you requires bloody. a successful DC 20 strength check. Really? Yeah, manacles have... That is just... That's manacles, though. And Yeah, manacles have 15 hit points. What? So manacles made to lock people up. I mean, even with... So one in 20 times that you try and break free of the manacles when you're yeah. in jail, you succeed. Oh, uh, well, obviously, there's a whole profession for recapturing uh, criminals. Object armor class, hit points, a lock. Pick the lock def- with a successful dexterity check. Doing so requires thieves' tools and a proficiency yeah. in their use. Well, we've got thieves' yeah. tools. Have you? Well, Alessandra does. Nope. Oh. oh, of course. Cock. We could spend, like, an hour looking this up, right? And you rolling dice. The bottom line is that between the four of you, these chests, they're not, like, made of adamantium. Yeah, we yeah. just smash the lock, basically. I've just You're smashed just that smash one to smithereens. To, just smash the chests to bits. It'll take you time, but you can just smash them all. Well, I'll yeah. just smash this one to start Okay, off, you smash it, and within it are the remnants of what must have been some incredibly powerful glass <laughs> pot. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. The great goblet of Odin. <laughs> uh, there's a load of stuff in there. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Yes. Yeah. You can sit with it, right? All of that bollocks, and it will tell you what it is. That's crap. Is that basically what? Yeah, the way it works? Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna just take a brief moment here where I just centre myself, <laughs> just savour. I've got a beer tonight's beer. Paul is happy. Nice. Pale ale from Cloudwater, very nice. We had it on the uh, oh, yeah. weekend, and I've, I've took some back with me. I've got a crate of neck oil sitting there. Good DM's beer because it's whatever it is, three percent something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do the Taller beer. <laughs> no, the items. No, um, the Taller beer is funny. Are you more than comfortable than usual when you're in your cellar? <laughs> do you like beards? 
that maybe <laughs> you would love the belt of the dwarven kind. <laughs> there is a loot marked with the symbol of Epimod Trouser Trees, the elven god of song and loveliness. There is... You just want me to annoy everybody. Yep. Yeah, come Continue to annoy everybody. Mm. There is a cloak of the arachnid. There is a big, heavy, great wood axe marked with the symbol of the Grey Woodsman. The stylized tree stump and embedded axe. On the top of the haft, there is a large bronze hunting horn, the um, mouth of which is sealed off with giant chompy teeth. And there are three scroll cases. That is what you find in that chest. Okay. We dispel magic on the other chest and open it. You don't need to dispel magic. If you're just going to smash them to bits, the arcade yeah. knock's not going to help. Okay. Is it? Smash them all to bits. Chest number one. There are 20 leather. Why do they always do this? 20 leather bags, each containing a thousand gold pieces. So there's 20 grand in core cash in that first chest. Nice. nice. Oh, we can buy some big gems. <laughs> yeah. The second chest contains a leather bag that contains a thousand platinum pieces. Isn't that a lot of money? That's like 10,000, isn't it, I think? Right. And then nine leather bags, each containing a thousand gold pieces in assorted gems. Nice. Yes, 9,000 If you GP. want some of the gems to be worth a thousand gold pieces for one gem, then I'm not fussed. Just so that they can be consumed for the raise spells. Yeah. Uh, chest three is there's some junk in there and then there is a rack with ten potion bottles ten potions of greater healing and what's that in this game mechanic just 44 plus 4 and then we've got the other chest which has got all the stuff I told you about do you want to go through it yeah I guess we want to know what all the stuff does okay let's start with the belt of the dwarven kind while wearing the belt you gain the following benefits your constitution score increases by 2 to a maximum of 20 you have advantage on charisma persuasion checks made to interact with dwarves in addition while attuned to the belt you have a 50% chance each day at dawn of growing a full beard if you're <laughs> capable of growing one or a visibly thicker beard if you already have one if you aren't a dwarf you gain the following additional benefits while wearing the belt you have advantage on saving throws against poison and you have resistance against poison damage you have dark vision out to a range of 60 feet. You can speak, read, and write Dwarvish. You, there you, you go. You have to attune. Yeah. Yes. Well, to, yeah. Get, to get the extra powers, you do. But while you're wearing the belt, even if you don't attune, you get a constitution plus two and advantage on charisma persuasion checks made oh, when you interact with Dwarves. That's not too bad. And a beard. And, and the beard. And the beard. No, the beard. The beard, you have to be attuned the to beard the beard requires effect. attunement <laughs> do you the beard requires oh, attunement the beard? yeah <laughs> oh, they always bury the really good stuff don't they behind attunement it's annoying <laughs> the loot of epimod trouser trees is the same as a hmm, I wonder if you can look this for. up in the book is there a bard in the party if there was I think they'd if there was a bard we uh, value it if you look up instrument of the bards I was trying to work out where it was. I knew they were all grouped together and I couldn't remember where. And it is the same as a Canith mandolin. It's just, you know, reskinned. Rare item, cure wounds, third level, dispel magic, protection from energy, lightning only. And also, all of the instruments of the bards include the spells fly, invisibility, levitate, and protection from evil and good. 
can only be used by a bard. Requires attunement, though. So, you know. Next, the Cloak of the Arachnida is, I think, a very rare item. It requires attunement. It's a fine garment made from black silk interwoven with faint silvery threads. While wearing it, you gain the following benefits. You have resistance to poison damage. You have a climbing speed equal to your walking speed. You can move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings whilst leaving your hands free. You can't be caught in webs of any sort and can move through webs as if they were difficult to rain. You can use an action to cast a web spell at save DC 13. The web created by the spell fills twice its normal area. Once used, this property of the cloak can't be used again until the next dawn. Nice. Next item is the Axe of the Timber Dark. It is a plus two great axe of sharpness. You'll need to look up sharpness. Does a d12. Once per long rest, as a bonus action, you can summon a cloud of bonfire smoke that acts like a fog cloud. It only obscures vision for other people, not for you. You can see perfectly well, but other people are affected. It follows the axe, lasts for a minute. Sharpness, when you attack an object and hit, maximise your weapon damage against the target. Nice. When you attack when a you creature attack with its weapon and roll a 20 on the attack roll, that target takes an extra 14 slashing damage. Then roll another d20. If you roll a 20, you lop off one of the blah blahs. One of the target's limbs, with the effect of such loss determined by the GM. If it's a monster, no effect. If it's a character, bleed to death immediately. <laughs> the creature has no limb to sever, you lop off a portion of its body instead. In addition, you can speak the weapon's command word to cause the blade to shed bright light in a 10-foot radius. Dim light for an additional 10-foot. Nice. It's plus two. It's plus two. Okay, and the hunting horn? The howling horn, or the horn of the howling horde. Once every seven days, you can summon 1d4 plus one berserkers of Banshivu to your aid. The horn of Valhalla. Otherwise, it basically works as a horn of Valhalla, precisely. That's that. You don't have to tune? No, you don't. Ah, Nice. Okay. And you've got three scroll, scroll cases. cases. Read the top line. First one, scroll of haste. Okay. Second one, scroll of sleet storm. Third one is a bit weird. You take the scroll out. Down at the bottom of the scroll case, there's something down there, like something like about the size of a golf ball. Actually, you don't you don't know what a golf ball is, but you get the general idea. <laughs> don't know if you want to tip a large it out. Gem. Yeah, tip it out. It's a golf ball-sized lump of amber. Inside it is basically a 25mm figurine, like one-inch figurine, encased in the amber. Looks like a lizard folk warrior, something like that. I mean, kind of reptilian humanoid. It's a bit kind of Jurassic Parky, right? It's like a mosquito. Maybe it's wearing armour. Difficult to, to tell the detail. The scroll, there is no title. There is no... It doesn't look like it's a spell scroll. It just... There's nothing if you just gingerly peel away that first bit there's nothing on it don't know if you want to does it open the rest of it up does it radiate magic i think we should leave it behind. both the gem and the furled scroll radiate abjuration magic it's pretty faint on the scroll do they look like they're linked they're both in the same scroll case yeah anyone want to uh take a look at the piece of paper and file it fully we'll stick it in the bag of holding <laughs> weight for a while to what end what do you want to do about the rest of the stuff does anyone want any of it specifically? Do you want it? Uh, Do you want it, sir? I'm happy to take the loot. I think you're the only person that can use the loot, aren't you, really? Yes. Unfortunately, the cape would have been sort of monkey useful about three levels ago. 
because I can pretty much do all that stuff already. You're interested in plus two constitution? Uh, yes. What's your constitution? 14. So give you another. What's yours? What was Johnny? the plus two constitution from again? The belt of the dwarven kind. Oh, right. Yeah, but I have to attune to it, right? No, not to get the plus two. Ah, okay. So I could just wear it and get the plus two without doing any of the other. Without attuning, yeah. Ah, yes. Now that would be useful. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Anyone want the axe? I don't think I can use it. I don't think I'd do more damage than I do at the moment. Although it does sound nice lopping off 1D12? Well, Would I you... do the flame tongue. I do uh, five. What plus is the what plus is the flame tongue? Oh, there's no plus. Right. It does 2D6 so had... plus 3 slashing damage plus 2D6 fire. So I'd miss out on the 2D6 fire. But you'd get 1D12 plus 2 plus the occasional sever. So yeah. I'd do an extra 2 instead of an extra 2D6. With the sever, you would... When does that trigger? I think you are... That's quite rare. Critical. Uh, 20 and then another 20 or something. Right. And then smoke and then it doesn't do much else. The smoke's quite good. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't mind trying it out, perhaps. Yeah, otherwise we can sell it. I mean, the cloak... What about the horn? Yeah, I mean, I could sort of imagine using the horn, but it's not... I mean... (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. The horn doesn't require it. Who's you getting the horn? Yeah. Yeah. Who's getting the horn? That's the Hang on, what about the hand? Oh, the hand. Is the dead monster uh, around? Can we look at his hand. Oh. <laughs> the spectral hand? That's, yes. There's no spectral hand anymore. It's just vanished. It's just vanished. That's not great. Anybody? Anybody? Well, so anyone want the cloak? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I think... Does the cloak require a tune? Yes. Would love the cloak. I mean, I could move 70 feet climbing speed. Mm. <laughs> you just become the most... Like some weird spider. It's just like Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, why don't you... Um, I'm flummoxed now. Do we Do we just Have put we it into a pot and sell it if nobody person. wants it? Yeah. I mean, the thing about the cloak is you said it's a very rare... Why don't we roll for choice? ...items. How much money would we get for the cloak, Mike? hundreds of feet below the earth you're not sure about how all of that would work but your sense is that Frostanger is orders of magnitude smaller than even star put it that way hang on I think the axe mm-hmm. might be better I think we're forgetting that um, it maximises the damage sorry that's when you sever when no you when you attack and hit you maximise your weapon damage and then when I roll a 20 it takes an extra I 14. do another 14 and then if I roll another 20, it lops off the limbs. I think I'd quite like that, actually. Well, let's... Uh, I'm just trying to find Cloak of the Arachnida. I wouldn't mind that, and I wouldn't mind the, the belt. Sorry, just to be clear, yeah, I don't think under the sharpness property, before you all start jumping around... Cloak of Arachnida <laughs> is 5,000. The specific language is when you attack an object with this magic weapon and hit, maximise your weapon damage against the target. When you attack an object... You take uh, a creature with a this creature. weapon and Objects roll a 20. Yes, it's not a maximum damage weapon against everything you hit before you all start getting too excited. On a 20, it does extra stuff. Otherwise, it's just a d12. Yes. Yeah. So I'm basically swapping off the plus 2 instead of the 2d6 and then maybe get some good stuff as well. You get two and a half grand for the Cloak of the Arachnida if you were to sell it. If you were to be able to find a market... And it does smoke as well. I think I would like the axe. Well, let's 
Let's and roll for choice. Are we agreed? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, we sort of agree what we want. I mean, Burple, you want the loot. I want the axe. I mean, Sessions and Parker, is there anything you particularly want? There's almost nothing that I can use. So the horn, because it doesn't require attunement. But So why don't you take the horn? Sure. Okay. Unless Parker objects. Parker can have the belt. <laughs> well, Parker, that, I mean, that means another what? You have to get his character art updated. I wouldn't mind the belt. Maybe 14 roll hit points. The belt. But that would mean, Johnny, then you have two items and Parker has none. No, but he could have the cloak. Oh, he doesn't want the cloak. And so it starts. I'm happy to take the cloak. And so it continues. Parker, do you want anything? Earth calling Parker? He's, he's driven a it. nail through his brain because he's so bored <laughs> with this magic conversation again. Yeah. Sorry. The belt. If it increases my constitution, does that mean I get an extra plus one hit retrospective. points retrospectively? Yes. 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 I'll have the belt. I won't attune to it. I'll just wear it and get the constitution bonus. D&D Beyond thinks it requires attunement. Right, there we go. Thank you, Graham. Party pooper. Okay. I, I, I now can... Right, I'm well, not interested okay. in that. <laughs> I've tested that. doesn't work. Right. Um, would anyone well, want a ring of evasion? That's probably the one I would give up. Maybe I'd give up the metamagic rod. Yeah, I'm not sure what I... I mean, the tot- not using the totem of storms, I suppose. Oh, you also get plus one on your bonus on your spell attack rolls. I need a bit more description well, on the Horn of Valhalla, Mike, because you said it says 1d4. That's right. Plus one. What's its requirement? It's yeah, no requirement. That's the 1d4 one plus one. In. Berserkers of Banshee. I'll have that. Yeah, I quite like that. All the money. Should we roll for choice? Because I think different people want the same thing. I'll roll for choice and then go round again once we've picked something. No? I'm happy to do that. Sounds like an excellent idea, Johnny. Purple. Uh-huh. You cast the Detect Magic, correct? Yeah. You take all the stuff out of the chest, and you're looking at it, and you're, you know, the scratching your heads, and there's still a trace. There's a very faint, illusory magic trace at the uh, bottom of chest number four. Shake bottom. Chest number four, please. Okay. Shake out chest number chest four. Chest number four, please. What happens if we shake the chest upside down? You can hear something rattling around. You get the sense that there must be some sort of false bottom with something okay. stuck inside. Smash it. There is a leather-bound ledger that bears a faint, illusory aura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? That's what there is. Does that okay. mean it's not That's really not. a ledger? Do you know? It's a manual of something, is it? I'm assuming that nobody's touching it or opening it. Open it, then. Okay, you're dead. Okay. I'm lucky. Uh, I've raised the, my minion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing it's changed. Okay, a smoke room. <laughs> the real bugger after is some distance uh, away. It looks like it's a schedule, an inventory of the stuff that's in the chests, but it looks like it's a bit out of date. You recognize entries for a couple of things that you're looking at, and then there are some stuff in that book that you're not looking at. That's what you see when you open it. Okay, should we roll for so what are the then? Sorry, there are things that seem to be in the ledger that aren't in the chests. What are those things? Stuff, I don't know. It might mention a couple of, I don't know, swords and a suit of armour, you know. Examine the walls choice. of this room, Mike. Yeah. You can exhaustively check the walls of the room, mm. and they seem... Uh, check the false bottoms on all of these chests. Yeah, move, nope, move the chests. Re- Is there anything underneath nope. them? There don't seem to be any concealed entrances or sections or spaces in this 
So, chamber. What, have you we said swords? What on the sort of stuff is, is on the list that's the not there? Let's say there's a couple of swords, mm-hmm. and there's a suit of armor, and there's a mention of a, a cloak, and there's the mention of a helm. So you they've been swapped. Are they on? Sorry, going back to L- literally, like I said, it looks like this is it's an inventory. Not the items in the chest that's Mike's out made of it date. Up. So it's the missing items is not relevant. Could, to anything. Do an arcana Sorry, you, check. No, it is relevant. Could you re-describe the little figure? The figure is the size of a mini, mm-hmm. twenty-five millimeters or an inch or whatever. Some sort of reptilian warrior mm. seems to be armored. And what's the? There's a notice there. There's a still furled scroll bearing an abjuration aura. Unfurling the first inch or so to read the title of the scroll reveals no title. Can we do an arcana okay. check on the book to work out what the illusionary effect is? Let's try that, Mike. Yeah, give me an arcana check. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, can't work out. Can I have a go? You're studying it and it doesn't immediately appear to you. I think somebody with a detect magic running. Right. Using a system that I've just pulled out of my brain. Before we read the scroll without a title and the book. Before you open it, yes. Before we open it, let's yes. um let's commune. You get to ask three some questions, questions, yeah. Of Miss the Lady Luck yeah. Misfortune. Yeah. What is your first question? What about right. something well, like are there more areas here that we're missing or that we haven't found or Yeah, that that'd be one. I was thinking whether we could ask whether it's safe right. or beneficial to read the scroll yes well maybe we'll try that would it be safe for me to read the scroll uh, should i should i read the scroll right i'm not now? gonna we've had this conversation a million times oh that's not a bad question let's try that yes okay next question says the lady yeah. okay. come on sessions come on she sessions. says so the book is there more to discover in the ledger that i'm now holding in my hand yes Okay, so we do need to do something more with that. And then let's go with the final one. Have we missed anywhere in this complex? No. Okay. Wow, that was a fast commune spell. Okay, I will read the scroll. Well, you open the scroll. Uh, Yeah. Does anybody here speak draconic or read draconic? Because that's what it's in. It's got a little sentence in draconic. No. 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 That'd be some kind of activation thing. Celestial Common Druidic Elvish Orc. It'll be a shield guardian or something, won't it? If we look at the little mini... Hang on. Is it dragonkin rather than lizard folk? You've heard of a race of people called the dragonkin. They are loosely associated with lizard folk. Where you find lizard folk, you you may find dragonkin. They're much rarer. They tend to live in isolated communities, often out in wildernesses and swamps. They're not a common sight You've never met one in them. We've not encountered one so far, for example, in this story. Does nobody have comprehend languages? Thinking about it, that's what this thing must be, rather mm. than a lizard folk. No, is the answer to your question. I can't comprehend languages. It's not... Me neither. Or read languages, I don't think. I suppose possible we can get there's someone... invisible writing in the ledger. Okay, well, so now... Well, there's the... still got this aura of invisibility on it. Uh, this illusionary... An illusionary aura yeah. on the ledger. That's so exactly true. Should we... Down. Try dispelling oh. the illusionary aura then. Didn't take tree sight, no. No, we haven't tried that. Well, I can do a dispel magic. I'll try. You dispel a, some kind of enchantment on the book. It's not a ledger of items at all. It is a kind of target list of, so far as you could work out, 
members of the Ebon Triad. Oh, target list. Most of the names you don't recognise. They're just names. Is Zeech there? No, Zeech isn't among them. There are some locations, you know, even Star and other small settlements and towns sort of in the hinterlands and some that you don't recognise at all. Mm-hmm. Deldrek is in there. She was the priest of Banshee. Yeah. Her name is crossed out. <laughs> so that's so current, is the then. name Loris Rachnian. So are the words oh. the faceless one. Dead or removed from contention, maybe. Oh, well, that's a good question. Yeah. There's only one entry for Frostanger, and that is Ilthane. just says Ilthane dash traitors graves, but the word Ilthane is crossed out. Uh-huh. Mm. That looks like it's quite a recent strike through. So that implies that somebody is using this area. Yes. Did I not recall that our impression as we you first could. came in was that there that's was right no nobody's been here for ages yeah that's right they could be teleporting or teleporting door yes. into this small room yeah. there are no home comforts no sign of occupation there's not even a stool or a dusty chair or anything. in here like uh, does it look undisturbed like no not particularly it? and uh, well yeah. i mean if it is dusty it would be very difficult to say because it looks like it was in a state of vacuum before you broke open the wall very difficult to say well can i suggest Going back to the sore point of rolling for magic. Why don't we roll for magic? Everyone's full up. Why don't we just just while we're thinking choice? of rolling for magic, is there not a book as well? Oh, you mean my mum's diary? Yes, that's no, no, part no, of that's the magic my, that's, trove. That's, that's, that's yeah, I think that's part of the magic <laughs> trove. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about halfway through it, I think, actually, Graham. Let me just finish it and then I'll no, then no, can I read think it that afterwards. should be on the list. <laughs> the trouble is, it takes two weeks to to read which time the whole adventure's finished I'm about halfway through like I say good um, so we can all read it just finish it no (laughs) (laughs) alright what is the book anyhow I can't remember the manual of bodily health okay it is um, roll for choice if you spend 48 hours over a period of 6 days or fewer um, are you going to roll for choice yeah let's roll for choice yeah okay who's rolling first d100 yeah I'll roll first, it's fine. I'm... Gets a 72. That's a pretty 72 good. is a very good score. It's towards the top, it's fine. It's Story, I think disaster. it's going to be quite high in the list. Pretending not to be happy about a 72. It's yeah. fine, I'm going to t- choose the loot, so it doesn't really make any difference. Right, right. I'm rolling next. Okay, go on. Good point. It's 21. 21. Oh dear, that's not good. Sessions will give it a go. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> 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 I saw the double O and I thought, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Pack it. 67. Okay. First choice goes to purple. This is where. I'm going to choose the horn. <laughs> yes. This. Uh, it's just oh. chef's kiss. It's absolutely. Oh. It is like. It is the Mona Lisa <laughs> of Magic Art. You have to choose <laughs> the loot. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's a perfectly, I don't want to be like whatever, I'm giving you a perfectly decent system where you have to back what you really want in order to roll for things. And you've willfully ignored it and gone for the choice. And you no. just walk straight into Dan's trap. <laughs> straight in there. Uh, I could see it coming from a fucking mile off. And now we begin the game right uh, and takes awesome the item that is non-attunable totally free completely useful and leaves the item that he knows that only he can use no it. he can sell <laughs> we'll sell the loot if he doesn't take it okay next choose is packer 
Actually, I'm going to take the the figurine. The what? The thing in amber with the scroll. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably a really writing. stupid thing to do, but yeah. I have to confess I was thinking of doing that. Really stupid thing to do, but there we go. I'll take this uh, this scroll of, what's it called? Healthy living or whatever. The manual of the manual bodily, of manual of bodily health. health. Manual of bodily health. Buggy. I'll take the great axe of the grey woodsman. The axe of the timber dark. Axe of the timber dark. Yep. And then we get round to sessions. If no one's taken it, I'll take the horn. Okay, we go back round, and it's Burple's choice again. I'll take the loot. And next, it is Parker. What's left? The cloak, the belt, and there's two scrolls, which I don't know whether or not you want to treat as party items or actual items. Haste and sleep storm. I can already there do There are ten haste. potions of greater healing as well. Oh, we can mm. share those, I can't mean, we? Yeah, we should. Yeah. I'll take the cloak. Leaving Buggy with another choice. You can either take the belt of dwarven kind, or you can take... A scroll of sleep storm or a scroll of haste. I'll take the belt of dwarven kind. Leaving sessions with a choice of scrolls. Or both scrolls. Maybe you want to say that both scrolls are one item. I don't know if I can cast haste. Don't know what to suggest. Yeah, I think sleep storm's on my spell list, so I suppose I shall sleep storm. take that. Right, there we go. And we've got the scroll of haste that Burple could take, should he wish to. Okay. Right. And how many Done. of us are there? Wow. Five. Four. 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 Everyone gets two potions of greater healing and there are two left over. Which should go to Parker and Buggy, I think. Yeah. That's the fighty types. We've got about 30,000 gold pieces and 9,000 in gems. Why don't we take a gem each? Mm. 8,750 gold pieces plus 1,000 GP gem. Nice. Can we just agree, Mike, if you're prepared to hand wave it, that I effectively at the start of our entrance to the ball, I can assume that I add two points of constitution. Yeah, of course. Are we going out? We should probably get someone to translate the note that goes with the figurine that yes. Dan's yeah. got. Are you going out? Is there anything else for us here? The commune spell kind of told you that you'd not missed anything. Yeah, let's leave. The plague house is just a mixture of sniffles, coughs and snores. Faposha is still asleep in her chair by the fire. Clock is ticking. All is quiet. It's dark outside. Dark and cold. You can see your breath in front of your face. Frostanger is quiet. You can work your way round the perimeter path back to the gate. There is a hobgoblin guard. Is this just a question of getting back to our barracks? Yeah. Back to our inn. Just teleport. Why don't we just yeah. teleport or dimension door? Dimension door. Sure. So you back off into the shadows of dimension door. Into the quiet streets on the other side of the wall. Yeah. And you can work your way through town. There's no curfew in Frostanger. There are some hostelries and places open. There's the occasional late night courier, link boy or girl with a torch guiding people around the dark streets. Something that you must have missed while you were out of town. Some kind of execution has taken place in the market square. There's a... Mm gallows erected three bodies hooded bodies swing creaking from ropes it looks like because people have scrawled stuff on the gallows that these are heretics mm-hmm. die heretics the triad is a heresy that kind of thing mm. otherwise the streets are quiet what i think is that the ebon triad is in fact the last defense against the the Age of Worms. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm. Levels. Mm. You can make your way through Royal Island, 
across the bridge. You duck right through an alley and head towards the ogre's hideout. Things are in full swing. You can hear laughter echo down the alley towards you as you approach. All the lights are on. The place is packed. Your innkeeper greets you. I can't remember his name. Can anybody remember? Frill Beskid. Frill Beskid. You've got your key on the enormous wooden block. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned that um, we weren't in town when the hangings happened. Do you know the names of the people who were hanged? Another hanging? Yeah. They're getting more frequent. I didn't know there was one today. No, I knew nothing of it. He's sort of raising his voice over the sound. There's music playing and <coughs> people are kind of carousing and, you know, squabbles breaking out. It's full-on party time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post the, the ad for him, looking for anyone who speaks draconic. I'm going to make a D6, one to three, there's somebody in the pub that speaks Draconic. Four to six, there isn't. There is. You find someone. Let's say she's a scholar. Mm-hmm. Studying in the Frostanger College of Arcane Arts. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. One of her friends hears that you've been asking about this. Yeah. At the bar or wherever. And pushes her forward. She looks a bit reluctant and a bit nervous of you. You, you want somebody to, to speak that speaks Draconic? Yes. Um, what do you make of this? I can't tell you what it says without saying it out loud, and I think it's meant to be said out loud. Is it some sort of enchantment or something? Yes, I think so. Would you like me to write it down in, in, in... Phonetically? Well, I mean, I could write it down. Does it mean anything? She just scribbles out. Yeah. It says, um, you can read it without reading it aloud. It says, speak these words to return me to the world. Okay, well, I'll go off somewhere privately. <laughs> and I'll speak those words. It's going to reanimate the little figure, isn't it? I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. And how do how do you? Rentish nomenoi lexri ekesh ranokshve ekesh veratreshkri. Okay. Is what it actually seems to say when you look at it. It's going to okay. Well, I will go somewhere. Call a dragon forth. Do we really to want not to draw attention this? to myself? And I will Have speak. Have you got the those. piece of amber with you? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure this is wise, Dad? I mean, is yes. this is actually going to summon a dragon? No, it's not going to summon a dragon. No, it'll... Where are you doing this? It's going to summon a dragon kin. It's free a dragon it's, kin. It's whether it's short term or not. I'll go up to our room. Leaving the others downstairs. Would you like us to join <laughs> you? I'll go with you. Yeah. We can wait you. outside the door for you. Yeah, yeah. No, you can so you're not embarrassed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say the words? Yeah. The amber breaks. Shatters into a cloud of marmalade-coloured dust and a figure appears. Mm-hmm. It's a lizard folk armoured warrior that says, uh, Paul? Hello. Is he friend or foe? <sighs> Was the Lady Luck correct in her judgment? Oh, no. Well, find out uh. when we pick things up next week. Oh, <laughs> new character. <laughs> At what point did you realise it was going to be that? <laughs> So you really are <laughs> scaly. Properly scaly. Well, owned by me. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for listening. Disciplined professional voice actors and wholesome content? Well, this isn't that podcast. AARPG is an adults only podcast with interviews, actual play stories where. Uh, excuse me, Matt, why do you sound like you've been chain smoking since you're a toddler? What do you mean? Uh, the voice. You don't have to do that voice, man. I don't? Nah, just tell them that we're a group of old friends who like to get together, hang out, play lots of different types of games, and we want them to feel like they're sitting at the table with us. And they can find us just by searching for the AARPG podcast on their favorite podcatcher and at the AARPGs on YouTube.